everybody. This is Rob. And this is Sarah. You're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 74. The spooky Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) I like that the sound I just made isn't really a Halloween sound, but it's the sound that Halloween... Yeah, I used to have this little house, like a little, you know, six inch tall little house that had a switch, like made of clay or whatever. And then it had lights that flashed and it made that noise. It's not unlike my Walgreens ghost sound that I've been making for years. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And that actually, I started calling it the Walgreens ghost, but it came from my friend Angie had a pin that was a black cat and you would turn the. She, it was like, you know, her mom bought it for her to wear you know, around college and like she was going to wear it. Right. <laughs> but we would use it to keep each other awake during finals. We would nice. take the pin and put it in each other's face and it would just go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get my annual Halloween care package from Jungle Marge, which Classic. I'm, I'm going to be 58 years old getting that care package. Um Tell me what was in yours, because I got a care package this week from my mom, too. My mom knows I'm not eating sugar right now, so she she did not send any candy, which was good. She sent a super cute candle that looks – it sits on a black saucer and looks like a witch's hat, but it's sort of Mm. iridescent green with spider purple glitter spider webs all over it. And a couple of funny hanging ornamenty things that I took to my office like a huge dork. And – some hair accoutrement in the mm-hmm. ho- in the Halloween vein, like with witches and stuff on them. But I cut my hair off real short, by the way. Um, so I gave those to my friend who has a daughter. <laughs> so they will be enjoyed. And a, a headband with uh, purple sort of felt bat ears. Perfect. And underwear because there's always themey underwear. Eamy, you know what? Under- this theme this theme underwear is super cute. That's good. Mm-hmm. It was a good box. How about you? Uh, mine was um, some coffee that is the flavored coffee that I've talked about on the show before, actually. Jumpy Monkey. Mm. At my sister, whose special needs, her one of her work projects is packaging this yummy, yummy coffee. Oh. And so I got some coffee, which is always good. Mm-hmm. I got some Queen Wilhelmina mints, which are a product of Holland. Are they Halloween-oriented? Uh, not at all. Oh. So, so My, far, we have two non-Halloween-oriented items. It gets better. Okay. <laughs> Bear in mind that my parents are crazy Christians. Right. Oh, right. Yes, exactly. And then all of a sudden, like, a, a CD of, like, church music. And then finally, <laughs> for something vaguely autumnal, my mom made some cookies that have Rolos baked into the middle of them. Ooh. And each one was in a, its own little cellophane bag that has leaves all over them, like like maple <laughs> leaves and acorns and stuff. No Halloween though, just this very was like more of a this was more of a harvest. That's what package. my mom always does. My mom will like even like if like in October she'll put like a wall hanging on the front door that's like Happy Harvest. Oh, see, welcome I'm- to our patch. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> And on it, like, but never witches, never bats, never anything spooky. Just oh. lots of yeah. It's not as fun. See, Jungle Marge and Bird Duck have a flag, have a flagpole, 
mm-hmm. and and many many flags for all occasions, and not mm-hmm. like flags of lands. We're not talking about an American flag. We're oh, talking no. about like decorative, you know, like windsock esque, you know, that kind of material. Yeah. Um, flags, My mom has one as well. Yeah, and then hangs out off over the carport, and then there's it's always celebrating whatever day is near. Or sometimes there's there's a welcome flag they'll put up when I come to visit. Oh, so. I imagine that she's got some kind of Halloween flag flying right now, um, she, and and she used, we used to decorate the crap out of the house. But uh, I don't know what she does. She would do a whole little setup on the front porch, like make a little scarecrow kind of guy, like um, dummy person in the rocking chair with pumpkins. Oh, Very see fun. now that that's good kind. Of, I like that better than I like the store bought kind of crazy, like those big inflatable things that are everywhere right now. <laughs> those are crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, she, we would get kind of a mix of those things. Did you have the fake, um, graveyard with, with jokey little names? Like, no, but, with, but there's a, there's a, there's two houses that are not too far from where you live that had one of the, have yeah. one of those awesome graveyards over in talked, Andersonville. Yeah. We might've talked about them last year, which by the way, I encourage everyone to go back to some old episodes if you can find them. Cause we, um, we went ape shit over Halloween last year. I know, and this year it's been, it's I, it's just unfortunately been a victim of me being too busy that Halloween has been brushed under the rug a little bit. Plus well, I got a cold, so I haven't been able to do anything I, fun. And neither of us are really doing anything for I'm Halloween. I'm not doing anything. Year. Well, just you know, we, I usually go to see my sister's band and they're not playing this. It's their biggest show of the year. People wait all year to go see them, including myself. They're not playing. They've all got kids now. Now the kids are old enough. They want to hang out with their kids. Uh, Whatever. Kids. And, you know, Halloween in San Francisco this year, they canceled, the, you know, outlawed all the antics in the Castro and mm. be interesting up in the city. But it's also during the week and I'm old. Um, <laughs> that's a big part <laughs> of it. But I'm also – I've been doing crazy traveling and that's what – so we, how much we love Halloween is, the th- is Halloween things, the theme. Yes. But we want to do a little um, backing up because – one of the reasons we're so behind is that Rob and I have both been traveling. Lots. And inadvertently, we ended up in Canada at the same time. But not in the same city. No, which was just weird because I didn't know you were going to Canada. No, I didn't know that you were either. And I, we, what did we text each other about? I said something like, oh, I know. I said, I have met some awesome listeners, my new Canadian BFFs or something like that. And, and I'm like, like, wait, wait a minute. I'm in Canada. It's like, no, you're not. But where were you? What part of Canada were you in? Quebec. Oh, I was in Toronto. Mm. So I was there for work and had one free evening my last night and it was a very busy trip. And I got to meet the cutest people in the world, uh, Rob and Terry. And they huh. are married and adorable and were the kindest, most gracious hosts. And they drove me all around. I mean, they took me to dinner and we had drinks and then we went and had ice cream. And then unfortunately, I was so tired that I had to go back to the hotel. But then they came and picked me up in the morning and took me to brunch. Ow. And bought me a little baked item for the plane. They were so nice. And then took me to the airport. Wow. I mean, how much do we, getting a ri- how much do we love getting a ride to the airport in general, ever? Oh God, that's the best. Right? That's a huge thing. But for kind of virtual strangers, especially yeah. because I could have expensed a taxi. Was there for work, and they were like, "No, no, we'll just take you." They were so awesome. So, um, I, there's a cute picture of us on Facebook. I'll put it on the How Much Do We Love um, Facebook group, which you should all come and join. 
Robbie, That's... have you joined Facebook yet? I haven't. No. I know, I know, I know. No big whoop. Um, well, so anyway, they were delightful and just fun. Like they do all the kinds of stuff that we like to do. They love to dress up in weird clothes, costumes, and and they love cocktails and they love to cook. And I heard this totally great story about how they met because they were both doing a semester in France. It was this most totally ridiculous romantic story. I adored them. So thank you so much, you guys, for being such good hosts and um, move to California and be my buddies. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And well, Toronto well, was awesome. Oh, so nice I lo- there. I loved Quebec, too. I thought it was just unbelievable. So cool. And the money is colorful and pretty. Very pretty. U.S. money is boring. Yeah? It is boring. Have you known it for too long? Well, or is it boring to everyone? It's got to be boring to everybody. Even when they <laughs> have come out with the new sort of, like, quote, colorful bills, they're still just green. Yeah, that's true. They're not, like, pink, and um, they're not all fancy. The fancy money, though, is what makes it feel like monopoly money to me, and then that's why I spend too much when I'm abroad. Oh, really? The fancy money makes me feel like I'm somewhere exotic. <laughs> Exotique. Exotique. The new cologne um, from Britney Spears. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've got a sample of her new one right in front of me, actually. It's called Believe. Oh, no. She's such a mess. She's anyway. Messy. Okay, so so anyway, so how much do you I, love meeting listeners? Yes, and I got to meet a bunch of our listeners in Omaha. Which is so weird because we didn't even announce it that you kind of mentioned no. in passing that you were going to be there. Yeah, Somehow and I men- they found you. Well, I mentioned it then more specifically on The Purge. And mm-hmm. then I was going in conjunction with, um, with a big event that Patrick from PNS Explosion hosts every year in Omaha. So I was going to support him and have fun with him. And he and I just decided we weren't going to do anything huge, but we just let our whereabouts be known. Mm-hmm. So we had, I, and I knew that I wanted to get together with Courtney and Lori and I had so Courtney's jealous. email uh-huh. because yeah. they are official super fans and well and um, super listeners they are so su- awesome and supportive and and they always write always... in and send pictures and totally oh wait so in I... fact wait we just have to back up uh was it courtney who went and got a runza and took pictures of it and posted Maybe. them on the forum of Maybe. her eating it in her car which made me laugh so hard I didn't see that that's hilarious though. yes she's like oh yeah runza blah 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 and told me all about it Oh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> she said they're good. Yeah, that's, that's what I so hear, nice. but they look disgusting. Yeah, it uh, looks a little creepy. Yeah, so I met them. Uh-huh. They're awesome. They're the best. I'm sure. Oh, I love them. And I met uh, Caitlin, who is it's Courtney's, Courtney's sister. sister. Right? right? Yeah, so the three of us hung out, um, and I met um, – and then when I went to this event at Patrick's um, – at this event that Patrick was doing, like all these friends of Patrick's are like, Oh my God, I listen to how much we love. I love this. And, and they would like randomly then throughout like this cocktail party would come up to me like, okay, well, how much do we love this? Or, you know, and they knew past topics. I love that. But the best was that the woman who was actually my hostess for the whole weekend mm-hmm. was, um, this amazing, amazing woman named Susie, mm-hmm. who I just loved to death. And she, um, happily served me a Coke Zero because she knew how much I love Coke Zero. And she served it to me in a E.T. commemorative glass from 1982 limited edition Pizza Hut collector's no, glass. No, she didn't. 
Yeah, it's got ET on it, and it says phone home. <gasps> That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm drinking from it right now. Here's the clinking of my glass because I'm having a Coke Zero right now from my ET glass. That's that the sweetest. Me. I love it. She was the sweetest, and she and I had a lot of fun um, talking about church cookbooks together, and she was going through and showing me – because we talked about that before, how yeah. much we love a church or school cookbook. Mm-hmm. So she said she thought it would be a good idea if we had everyone scour their church uh, school organization cookbooks and come up and write in with the funniest titles of desserts or, you know, what funniest titled recipes. Oh. Because she found one that was called like the Wackadoodle Dip or something. Oh, no. And I was like, well, what makes it Wackadoodle? She's like, I don't know. Because it was like sour cream, chives. French onion that was soup a, mix, right? For real. And it was called like slip slap slippity doo dip. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Sounds so, almost um, as good as Snickers pie. Oh, Snickers pie. <laughs> yeah. Snickers pie. Well, I love that. I love meeting listeners. Because here's the awesome. thing that I've noticed. And I'm not just saying this. All of our listeners are really cool. Very They're cool. All people that I would just want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, okay, so speaking of Halloween, um, yes. something spooky happened to me right before we started recording tonight. Please tell. There was an earthquake here in the California. Now, it's not that unusual, but I've really only felt one since I moved here, and that one sort of felt like a truck driving by, and then a second later, I was like, wait, that wasn't a truck driving by, that was an earthquake. This was a little more, it was pretty significant. Um, you may see it on the news. I don't know. I don't think there was any damage anywhere, but I was in the kitchen and, and all of a sudden I just realized it was like something, what is going on? Something's weird. And then I realized that the glass was rattling in the china cabinet. And then I realized that everything was kind of rattling and that the floor was shaking. <laughs> God. And then I realized, I don't really know what you're supposed to do during an earthquake because they'd never gone on long enough for me to figure that out, you know. And I was like, well, I think I think we're supposed to go to a doorway. At that point, Penny, well, the cats were freaking out. Penny got up and bolted. I think she went under the bed. And um, I went to a doorway and just kind of stood there and wrote it out. Like it was very rolly. It was very – it's a very strange feeling. It's um, It's kind of exhilarating but not necessarily in a good way. That makes right. sense. I don't know. It's very hard to describe. And then I, you know, jumped online, and all of my friends were like, "Did you feel that? Did you feel that?" And then it was like on all the news. It was a it was a five point six. So which is huge, pretty big. It's it's considerable, yeah. And it was uh, very. Cl- it was, it's not too far from here, so it was pretty weird. Does the rating fault, system? Mm-hmm. Is the rating system just about the intensity, or does it do they take into effect how long it actually was too? It's the magnitude. The magnitude. Because you said it was also means, like yeah. the longest length of one you've ever done. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I imagine that they are mutually exclusive. You know, like if it's not right. going to be a big one unless it lasts long enough to actually do something. Sense. I don't know. But it was um, it was pretty freaky. My landlord immediately came over and knocked on my door. You know, he lives next door. and like, that was pretty weird. Are you okay? I said, yeah, are you okay? He had never felt one that big and he he's lived here for years. Um, and he checked my hot water heater and, you know, made sure everything was okay. But it was pretty spooky. And I was, it was about, happened right at eight o'clock. And I thought, what if this was tomorrow and all the kids were out trick-or-treating? <laughs> oh 
God. Talk about spooky. One of my friends was outside of his apartment or his house when it happened and sitting by have a little lake at their um, apartment or condo building. And he said that the trees were all swaying and the ground was rumbling. And it's a very, nice. it's, it's a very strange feeling because it's not like it's a different feeling than like your bu- the building shakes because a truck goes by. There's something like it's just bigger than the both of us kind of a feeling, you know, it's very strange. I don't know if you ever get people. Yeah. I don't know how you could ever like get used to it. It's pretty weird. Yeah. It was pretty disturbing. It also made me realize I'm completely unprepared in case a big earthquake hit. So I need to make an earthquake kit, which you're supposed to do. And I've never done. So yes. What does that consist of? Like a a hard Uh, hat? (laughs) A hard hat and some peanut butter. (laughs) I don't know. What's got water in it. And um, I think, I don't know, canned goods and. A blanket? I don't know. Now I'm intrigued. Earthquake kit. Let's see. Make your own preparedness kit. This is totally off topic, but that's what we do here. Uh, first aid. <laughs> water. Yeah, you're supposed to have some canned goods. Comfort and stress foods. Oh, see, I, I can make a earthquake Peanut butter. kit. There you go. No, 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 no. Comfort and stress foods. Cookies, hard candy, sweetened cereals, lollipops, instant coffee, and tea bags. Sounds like a care package to me. I'm all for an earthquake preparedness kit. <laughs> Pet food. See, that's true. You got to have pet food. Um, and then some fur, basic first aid and a flashlight and some, you know, a blanket, stuff like that. Yeah, I should probably do that. Um, I've said that many times since I moved here and haven't done it. So I think today's the, well, not today because it's 10 o'clock at night, but sometime yeah. soon is the day. Make that's going to be your big Halloween outing is making an earthquake preparedness kit. kit. Well, now, but so you know what I would put in it? Maybe candy corn. What? Just bringing it oh. back. I'm bringing it back to Halloween. Bring it back. And I, you know, I'm not eating. I'm not eating sugar at all right now. But a few weeks ago, I I was eating sugar, and I was having a cra- crazy craving for something sweet. So much that I actually got up and got in my car and went to the store to see if I could find some candy corn. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bigger grocery store of the two near me, thinking that'd be a better bet. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find the Brock's candy corn, but I did find the Safeway brand candy corn. Uh-huh. People, it's not good. Ugh. It's like on the front it said made with real honey. What? No, there's nothing real, anything about candy corn. Oh. It's high fructose no. corn syrup and chemicals. And, and that's why it's delicious. <laughs> So it was sad. I had imposter candy corn. And then the sad thing is, so on Sunday, I was at the grocery store not buying any candy. And there were stacks and stacks of it with and pumpkin mellow creams and harvest mix. Oh, yeah. A harvest mix. I know. We talked about that last year. My favorite because I love the black cats. I think I heard a rumor that today is National Candy Corn Day. The 30th? Yes, October 30th is National Candy Corn Day. Candy corn is not just for Halloween anymore. Oh. Apparently it's for the day before Halloween and Halloween. Well, and and nowadays you can find it in pastels as if there's such thing as Easter, Easter corn. corn. Now, you know, there's when candy corn first appeared, it was popular among farmers because of its agrarian look. Oh, shut up. The tricolor design was considered revolutionary, and the public went crazy for it. But lack of machinery. I've never seen three colors at once. Look at the crazy crazy. cone shape. It's like a a kernel of corn. It's like 
what I produce in my fields, but delicious. <laughs> I'm in my corn is sweet, but not this sweet. <laughs> the tricolor design was considered revolutionary and the public went crazy for it. Oh, I said that already. Lack yes, of machinery did. meant that candy corn was only made seasonally from March to November. Um, and it probably should be that way. In 1900, wow, this is fascinating to me. People go to candyusa.org and look up the candy corn page. Because, oh, yeah, this is fascinating. Wow. In 1900, it was the job of many men to produce candy corn for eight months of the year. What kind of fact is that? It was the job of many men. Well, they were like school teachers. They had many months off in between. Now, this is, wait, do you want to know how, this is interesting. The process of making candy corn is very similar today. Oh, wait, I have to back it up. I'm sorry, this is fascinating. Are you ready? Sugar, Mm -hmm. corn syrup, and other ingredients were cooked into a slurry in large kettles. Fondant and marshmallow were added to give a smooth texture and bite. The 45 pounds of hot candy, now where did that number come from? This this article, they've, they've definitely... Picked and maybe chosen. a slurry. A slurry is always forty-five pounds. <laughs> maybe it is. The, the forty-five pounds of hot candy was poured into buckets called runners. Men dubbed stringers. Well, they had their whole own lingo. Men <laughs> dubbed stringers walked backwards, pouring candy into cornstarch trays imprinted with the kernel shape. It took three passes to make the white, yellow, and orange colors. Originally, candy corn was delivered by wagon in wooden boxes, tubs, oh, and Lord. cartons. But th- did you know that? By the light of a gaslight. <laughs> One if by corn. People had to pee in an outhouse. <laughs> we get it. It was a long time ago. Did you know that corn st- candy corn today is made from the bottom to the top and in three color passes? First, the depression is filled with one... One quarter full with yellow syrup and allowed to partially set. Next, so they go. the orange syrup is added. Oh, don't tell me white's next. <laughs> the mold is topped off with the white syrup and is cooled. The candy now uh, can gel together. After <laughs> Thank you, Candy USA. I would have never figured out how Wait, they did that. Here's the, 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 the final sentence. After it is finished cooling, the trays are emptied and the little candy corns are ready to be eaten. Wow. Candy Eat corns. Get your heart out, Unwrapped with Mark <laughs> Summers. I love Unwrapped with Mark Summers. I do too. It's an awesome show. Candy. I'll um, you tomorrow they're going to do some sort of Unwrapped Halloween special and it'll be really good to watch. It'll be awesome. Um, enjoyable, those, uh, those peanut butter kisses things that are in the tan and the black uh, little bonbon yeah, wrappers. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's I have some of those. Um, last week I had some. I was thrilled. I went over to someone's house and they had a bowl of them. I was like, yes! What are the um other candies that you only get at Halloween? Candy corn? Those? Candy corn. Those you know, peanut all... butter kisses things or whatever they called. Right. And then, of um... course, there's like chocolate ghosts and shit. But I'm thinking of like, you know, oh, so-and-so's like peeps are available. The can- candy corn time. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's mainly those two, right? Yeah, so I have had no candy. Anything else just comes in smaller packages. Fun size, right. As we said last year, what's fun about having less candy? Nothing. Um, (laughs) Which is my entire diet right now. So (laughs) I'm not eating candy, but I'm surrounded by it. And I did did eat one 
fun size Butterfinger. I like the Butterfinger. I do too. I had a fun size Reese's peanut butter cup at our friend Heidi's house last night. She already like we it was not Halloween yet, but she was like so prepared that she had her like little Halloween themed bowl already like next to the door ready. I love it. Full full of fun size Reese's and she had fun size Whoppers. Ooh, Whoppers. Delightful. We love a malted milk ball. Um, I'm going to go, so my big Halloween plans, instead of doing an outlandish costume and driving to a big fun nightclub, I'm going to help pass out candy at my friend's house. Um, and I haven't gotten my candy yet, so I'm hoping there's still some left in the stores. Oh, there will be. And I don't have to buy something lame like nerds, you know. It's so funny that you just said that because... (laughs) John Haas was just talking about fun size stuff, and I'm and all I'm thinking about is like fun size almond joys, fun size Reese's, and he's like, I love nerds and sweet tarts, and I was like, Ugh, you Actually, get the Willy Wonka mix; those are the worst. <laughs> you know, it's good the the little individual bags of Skittles. Well, that's good. That's yeah. just because I love Skittles. Um, so that's going to be my mm-hmm. big Halloween, but I did uh, carve a pumpkin this year. How much do we love carving a pumpkin? Love it. Did you carve a pumpkin this year? I didn't, but I have one sitting next to me right now, but it came in my CSA, so it's actually like a little pie pumpkin. I have one of those on my dining table as a decorative item that came in my CSA. It's like a yeah, sugar um, pie pumpkin or something. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to make some soup or something out of it. Yes, I have. Well, I uh, my friends and I last Friday had a little pumpkin carving party, and we made spooky black martinis with black vodka and blueberry stirrings mix that was fun and i brought a white chocolate mousse pumpkin mousse cake um Mm. yes from the good bakery and we spread out a tarp on the floor and and there were five of us we all cleaned out our pumpkins and carved them up and then put candles in them and turned off all the lights it was really fun that's an awesome party I, I've done, people go I've hosted nuts. one of those before, but I haven't done one yet. And this year I didn't do one. People go nuts with the pumpkin carving now. There's stencils and tools and dremels yeah. and people use all kinds of – I did pretty much like eyes, triangle nose. I did – you know, actually, <laughs> you'd like the one I did because it has a totally straight mouth but slanty like that emoticon that we like. Yes, It looks exactly. kind of like that but with angry eyebrows. And oh, um, it's on. It's not completely that. It I didn't, they didn't model it after that. Um, but so it looks like Peter. It looks like Peter Gallagher going harumph. Pretty much. Or actually, it looks. A, it reminds me a little bit of Strong Mad. Oh, nice, Arr! nice. Yeah. Oh, that's the sound that he should make. So I would love to see pictures of your pumpkins, listeners. And I'm talking about the gourd. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, You're hilarious. Yes, uh, <laughs> not really. I love pumpkin seeds. That's my favorite yes. part of carving the pumpkins. Is I love the separating of the pumpkin seeds. And oh, don't don't buy the like pre-done. No, these seeds. are totally like, different. Roast them right there. My dad used to um, like toss ours in peanut butter or something. They always were so yummy and peanutty, is what I remember. Peanut but butter before something like that. I don't know what. It is. No, I I don't think so. It's crazy talk. I don't know. Some, <laughs> you know, you know, my, huh. 
My dad would just like produce them. Like you're like, oh, dad, thanks. And, you know. Oh, see, we would scoop it all out. Yeah. Well, it was a thing with me and my dad, too. And we'd scoop them all out and then clean all the goop off, put them on a cookie sheet and sprinkle them with salt and then roast them up. There was always, always. Why did I say always twice? I don't know. (laughs) That was weird. There was always, always. There was always. Always, always. Oh, I know. There was always also a night. That's where I was going with that, where we would Mm -hmm. roast chestnuts. During the fall, my dad would bring home chestnuts. Where he was getting chestnuts in Atlanta, I don't know. And we would roast Hmm. them. And every time I'm in New York or something and I smell, you know, those chestnuts, I think of being a little kid and roasting chestnuts with bird dock. That's awesome. I'm going to see Jungle Marge Murdoch this weekend because I'm going to a wedding. My cousin's wedding in Florida. Now, that'll be nice to get away. Yeah, well, Well, see, you're in California. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's all warm for you. Yeah, well, it's going to be way warmer. Uh, in that Florida? Yeah, it's going to be like 85. It's fall weather here. It's lovely here right now. It's lovely in Chicago right now. We actually are having a fall this year. It's amazing. No, because you know what? I was there last this last oh, week right. because I got back from Canada Saturday night, and then I just kind of slept all day Sunday, and then I got to work on Monday and found out I needed to go to Chicago on Tuesday. And it was such a brief trip, I didn't have time to do anything but work stuff, and I, I was Flew there Tuesday, flew back Thursday, but um, so I didn't even get to see my friend Robbie. But uh, it was so delightful to be in fall weather. It was beautiful. Was well, it's really gorgeous here? That right was now. my. I was like, oh, Chicago. This is the best yeah. time of year. It was yeah. good. It was good stuff. Before we leave pumpkin, before we leave pumpkin seeds. Oh yes, I love to after they've been in the oven to toss them with a little salt and a little cayenne pepper and a little cinnamon and a little sugar. Ooh. Give it a nice little hot and spicy mix. So good. Savory. That sounds delicious. Love it. Ooh, I want that. We didn't roast the seeds on Friday. In fact, most of the people I were with, I was with, I can't talk. I stayed home from work, (laughs) work sick today. I've got a cold. Bear with me, people. Um, they were like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Pumpkins smell weird. The seeds are gross. It's like, People, suck it come up. on! I know, but um, they made some good pumpkins. Um, but in the pumpkin family is the winter squash. You know, they're all part of the same family. And I've been getting a lot of winter squash in the CSA, and um, mm-hmm. I have been enjoying them. Do you like winter squash? I love winter squash, and I just found an Ina Garten recipe for butternut squash and apple soup. Mm, they're so good so for soup. Good. And you know what you can do? Yeah. You can um, just chop it up into chunks and toss it in your crock pot and mm. let it cook in there until it's soft. And then you can puree it and then put it in the freezer in like one cup increments. That was a tip from my CSA newsletter. I think I'm going to do because they're, they're adding up because I've been out of town. Yeah. But they last, right? So I've got – but my CSA did all kinds of different squash this year. They did a bunch of heirloom squash just to sort of try them out. So, you know, we have had butternut and – we yeah, had, we had one this time called Eight something corn. like Rugosa. No, they're like weird ones. But we had one that I think was called Thelma Sanders, but I kept calling it Thelma Hopkins <laughs> in my head <laughs> over and over. Colonel, Colonel, Colonel Thelma Hopkins, Hopkins. Sanders. Sanders. And um, it was the best squash I've ever had. It had a thin skin that you could actually eat. It was very acorn squash-esque. I just cut it in half, put them in the – roasted it in the oven with a little blob of butter in there. And I don't, I don't like it with too much. You know, a lot of people put all the brown sugar and cinnamon. I like it with salt, oh, no, no, butter no. and salt and pepper. Yeah, 
Oh my god, I ate so much squash. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, but it's good, good for you. It's very high in fiber. Mm-hmm. It's a good vegetable. Um, I just thought I'd throw that out there, even though it wasn't on the itinerary. That's okay. We love a winter squash. So um, our next episode is going to be our ruby anniversary. Yes. So send us some rubies if you feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, we're going to talk about all things ruby. Well, we hope you guys all have a very happy Halloween, and we want you to write in and send us pictures of all your plans. You guys, all we you blew our minds last year with all your amazing pictures of your ha- Halloween spreads and costumes and whatnot. Don't think that we are blowing off the scary story- stories episode because that's coming. Oh, up. right, yeah, we have. We just haven't pulled, put it together yet, but that's coming. So you still have a little bit of time to send us your scary stories. And in fact, maybe if we get your Halloween pictures and Halloween recaps, we can put those together too into a recap episode. Um, so there you have it. How much do we love meeting our listeners? Earthquakes. Actually, I don't know how much I love earthquakes. The jury's still out on how I really feel about well, that experience. You can you can still ask the question, how much do we love? But right. just have the answer, eh, not so much. Well, you know what? There's something kind of exciting about it because it's just this sure. really strange thing. But at the same time, it's a little creepy. And then how much do we love candy corn, carving pumpkins, pumpkin seeds, winter squash, and sending rubies to people. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, send all your stuff. To podcast at how much do we love.com and we will see you next time Spoo.